Hello, everybody. I hope that all is well. My name is Pastor Jay with Expect Faith Center. Thank you so much for tuning in so that you can get a word from God on today. So I want you to go ahead and just relax, sit back, grab some notes, get your Bible, get your Bible app. Check this out. Go ahead and get you some tea uh, or coffee. Okay, so I have a coffee cup with tea inside. Okay, so let me go ahead and get a little bit of that. One second. Mm. Ah, so good, so good. We have an awesome word for you on today. So I just encourage you just to tune in with us, stay here, stay locked in with us while we explore the word of God. I'm not going to give you anything that's going to allow you to be confused or anything like that. I'm just going to give you a thought. We're going to look at the scripture and we're going to go from there. Okay. And I'm just going to get in and I'm going to get out. But before we can move forward, let's just go ahead and pray so that we can go ahead and get to the word of God. Okay. So let us pray. Father God, I thank you for allowing us to be here. I thank you for just being God and God all by yourself. I thank you for keeping us, guiding us and holding us. Father, we're asking you just to, to keep us today, keep us tomorrow, keep us the day after that, Father, from any hurt, harm, or danger. Lord, I ask you, Lord, to just bless our families. Bless our families, our children, aunties, uncles, everyone, Father. Lord, just keep them protected from the things of this world. Just continue to be with us. We love you. We can't do anything without you. And we give your name all the praise and the glory and honor. All of these things we do ask in your son Jesus name. Amen. Before we move forward, I would like to direct your attention to expectfaithcenter.org. Be sure to go there and make sure you check our calendar. Make sure you check out the new messages that we post on there. Okay. Be sure to stay up to date to everything that we have to offer at Expect Faith Center. As you know, currently there will be no church for the remaining of March, okay? And that is due to the coronavirus outbreak. So we will be doing church service online just like this. So be sure to tune in every Sunday on our website so you can get your word, okay? We also have something for the children that we will be pushing out my wife will be doing that, okay? So just stay tuned to expectfaithcenter.org. We promise to take care of you and stay close with you throughout this coronavirus epidemic. So God has definitely provided a word for us on today. I'm so excited because what I'm gonna preach about today, this message that I'm gonna give you is gonna be all about how I forgot my sunglasses. So guess what? These are my wife's sunglasses because I lost my sunglasses. So my word for you today is do not lose your sunglasses. So Pastor Jay, I lost my sunglasses. I went and stole my wife's sunglasses. Ah, they're too big. They're weird. I think right, let me get these things off. Okay. So the word of God, the focus text that we'll be focusing on today will be in the book of Psalms, chapter number 121. And we're going to start with verse number one. Okay, so get your Bible app, Psalms, chapter number 121, starting at verse number one. And I want you to just kind of look at 
verses number one through eight. Look at verse number one. If we look at this text, if we look at what's happening, if we look at what's going on, King David is actually having a moment with God where he is directing his attention to God by making some affirmations. David walks right into the text by stating that I will lift mine eyes until the hills from which cometh my help. Now look, I wanted to do the same thing, right? I'll tell you why, right? So when this coronavirus thing broke out, I was, I was, I was a little bit nervous, okay? I'm not gonna say I was afraid, but I was a little nervous. And the first thing I quickly started to do, I quickly started to pray. I, I quickly started to pray uh, while I was leaving my job and I was walking to the car and I, I kind of stopped and I lifted up my eyes to heaven and I closed my eyes and it was hurting real bad. I was like, oh, have you ever did that before? Like, have you ever indirectly by, by accident looked directly into the sun? So I closed my eyes and I looked up to the sky and I can still feel the intensity of the sun bearing down on my eyes. So quickly I, I started reaching for my backpack and I was trying to find my sunglasses. So I said, okay, I have to go to the car. So I went to the car and I was tearing up the car, trying to find my sunglasses, trying to find everything. And I could not find my sunglasses. So what happened? I had to get to another place so that I can pray to God instead of praying right then and there in the midst of when I had that feeling, right, to pray. Now, a lot of us is praying, right? A lot of us is doing exactly what we need to do with the exception of one minor thing that we need to change. Sometimes when we're going through what happens a lot of times is we are praying at night, which is perfectly fine. We are, are reading the Bible at night, which is perfectly fine. We might be doing it at a certain time of the day, but guess what? Sometimes your situation and your case might be so severe until you have to stop where you are so that you can get a prayer up so that what happens is you are actually pinpointing where that prayer is to be. My whole case in point, like there's a lot of times when when you're in a situation where you can't make it to church, like this situation we have now with this coronavirus. You you can't make it to church. You can't you can't wait for the the pastor to get to you. You can't wait for the deacon to get to you. You can't wait for the elders. You, you just can't wait for the elders to get to you. So what you have to do where you are, where you stand, you have to be able to get that prayer in. OK, you have to be able to tap in right then and there. Now, let's step back and let's take a look at that, because David is saying that he will look lift up his eyes to the hills. Now, why would he say he will lift up his eyes to the hills? The hills signifies strength. The hills signifies power. The hills signifies elevation above whatever it is that David is going through at this present moment. Because when you see the hills and mountains, oftentimes what's followed by the hills and mountains, you will see valleys. 
Valleys represents a low point. Valley represents weakness. Val a valley represents struggle. A valley represents a sign of, of being powerless. So when you see mountains and hills, oftentimes that represents elevation. That represents strength and power. So David is actually tapping in to his source of power because he is believing God to be all powerful and almighty. There is a few things that's actually happening, okay? We know if we step back a little bit, we know that David has a son that was actually trying to kill him because his son by the name of Absalom wanted to kill him. His son Absalom actually had plotted a scheme, a plan to have people hunt down him and kill him. So Absalom wanted to kill his father, dethrone him, his father from, from being the king of Israel so that he can be king. Absalom wanted to be king. David had so many things that happened against him. Um, on David's watch, David was actually overtaken by the Philistines and they took away the Ark of the Covenant. So there was a lot of things that David had been through. There was a lot of things that David had to overcome. Now, sometimes in your life or all the times in your life, what happens is you are presented with things that you will have to overcome. But in order to overcome those things, you have to quickly be able to tap into your resources. David knew where the source of his strength came from. David knew where he was to turn when he got in trouble. And the affirmation that David is making in the text, he is saying that I will lift up my eyes to the hills, no matter what I'm going through. So that's what I'm telling you today. You have to get yourself to that spot where regardless of cancer, diabetes, coronavirus, anything, we have to get to that point where we can lift our eyes and tap into that source. What is the source? Jesus is that source. So we have to be able to quickly connect where we are right then and there. But guess what? You can't look directly into the sun. <laughs> you have to find that way to stay connected. You have to find that way to get in the right position because you're going to be faced with some things where you're going to have to lift up your eyes, but you can't lift up your eyes and look directly into the sun. I know that I know that sounds weird. That might sound crazy. And, and please don't go out and do this, but you cannot walk outside and stare directly into the sun because it will be harmful to your eyes because there's too much power. So what do you have to do? Make sure you keep those sunglasses with you. Don't you lose those sunglasses because that power that's coming from the sun, you're definitely going to need that power. You're definitely going to need that power from God. God is Jesus is the Holy Spirit is now what am I talking about now look look at verse number two my help cometh from the Lord which made heaven and earth now I want you to really pay attention to this now now David mentions heaven and earth God made heaven 
God made earth. Who else did God make? God also made David. So if God made heaven and God made earth, that means that we, they, we, myself, Pastor Jay, David, my wife, you, your children, we're all in between heaven and earth. So if God made heaven, if God made us, if God made earth, that means that God is in control of every single thing at every single level. That is why we should always tap into the resource of God because he controls every single level of our lives. He controls earth. He controls us here on earth. He controls heaven. He has the keys to hell. So every single level in our lives that we can even come up to, God is in control. So while we are going amongst our lives right now, not knowing the outcome of these different viruses and the things that's going on, we have to remember that God is still able and that God is still in control. So now is the time to keep our faith intact. Now look at this. I want you to jump to this part here. Jump to this part here because because we look at verse number three and, and David is building up this case. You look at three, four, he's building up his case. Now look at verse number five. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. I love that. Now look at verse number six. The sun shall not smite thee by day nor the moon by night. So every single level that you can even fathom, whether it's daytime, whether it's nighttime, whether it's in the middle of the day, the Lord is able to keep you because what happens is there are some things that's not of God. And there are some people that's not of God that's going to want to try to get you derailed and turn you away from God directing your life. Those people will try to direct you and be conniving and lie to you and come at you and try to keep you away from God. But David is saying that. I don't care what time of day it is. The Lord will keep me. The Lord will guide me. And he's saying this right now. I was not able to, to really determine if he was saying this out of fear or was he saying this out of faith. But as I look at verse number seven, I came to the conclusion that he had to be saying this out of faith. He had to be making these affirmations out of faith. And that's what I want to tell you today, that sometimes in your life, you're just going to have to exercise your faith. Now, it's hard to get that 100 percent. I'll be honest. And, and I'm with you on that because we got to build. We got to get ourselves built up to that level where our faith does all the talking. Every affirmation that we make with our mouths needs to come from the faith point of view and not the fear point of view. But look at how David makes all of these statements and it falls underneath the faith part of you. Look at this. Look at verse number seven. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. And I like that from all evil, not some evil, but from all evil, he shall preserve thy soul. Now, he didn't say he shall preserve my house. He didn't say he shall preserve my car. He didn't say that, that God shall preserve my friendships. He was speaking about things above that. He was like, God shall preserve the Lord shall preserve thee from all all evil and he shall preserve thy soul. So he is saying that regardless of what I got to go through right now, 
even if I got to struggle a little bit, even if I got to cry a little bit, and even when I die, the Lord will still take care of my soul because my soul belongs to him. So there's some stuff. Listen, when you get that envelope and you open up them bills, baby, don't you trip. When you go to your job and the people driving you crazy, don't you trip because you know who got you. You know that God is holding you and guiding you. Okay. Amen. 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 And this is the part I like, and I promise you I'm done. We're out of here. I love you. We're good. Let's, let's look at this. Let's look at verse number eight. So David actually gets to this point where he, he got swag. Now he's swagging it out. And now his faith is on like front street, right? His faith is up. He's like standing up in the He's standing up in front like this, like, look, look, and read, and read verse number eight, just like that. Look at verse number eight. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth. And then check out, check this out. He said from this time forth and even forevermore. Now, what I like about this is that I love how David went from a, went from the standpoint of, 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 maybe speaking from a perspective of, of maybe fear and then escalating and elevating to faith. Like, so you can really see that as the verses progressed, so did his faith. His faith constantly progressed, right? So what happens is when we are walking with God, sometimes we get afraid because we know that maybe we did some stuff that we should not have done and, and we feel we feel not like we're not good enough, right? We feel like we haven't presented God with, with enough to bless us, right? So what I'm saying is, yes, you're going to make some mistakes. Yeah, you're going to turn to the left when you should have went right. But what I'm saying is, at least while you're going through this journey, while you are going through what you're going through, even in the midst of making some mistakes, you have to make sure that you quickly turn, get back on the right track, and grab your correct resources because there's going to be some times when you're going to have to look up to heaven, when you're going to have to go stare up at the sun and you want to be able to comfortably look up with good confidence with all of the right resources and say, God, on this day, I know that you will bless my going out and my coming in, but not only today, but for the rest of this week, for the rest of this year, for the rest of my life. So listen, don't lose your sunglasses. Don't lose them. Don't be like Pastor Jay. Be better than Pastor Jay. Don't lose your sunglasses. So God bless you on today. I hope you enjoyed the message, but I just want to let you know uh, that God is able, God can, and he will keep you, hold you, and guide you. Let's let our faith be like David. David started out making these affirmations and he kept going, he kept pushing, he kept pushing, and his faith kept building, his faith kept building. And you want to know why? It was because he was wearing his sunglasses, because he was able to look to the hills from which cometh all of his health. And he knew that all of his help come from God. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. Be sure to go to expectfaithcenter.org. My name is Pastor Jay, and we'll see you on the next one.